Welcome to Healthy Choices with your host, Ray Solano from Austin, Texas. We're ready for your calls right now. Call in toll-free at 877-956-9566. Now, here's your host, Ray Solano. Hello there, and welcome to Healthy Choices XM as we're broadcasting live from XM Studios in Austin, Texas on this beautiful Saturday afternoon. I'm your host, Ray Solano, clinical pharmacist and clinical nutritionist. As always, we're dedicated to give you choices in your health care, and you're really going to enjoy today's show. And we want to thank you for allowing us to join you every Saturday afternoon for over 16 years now. And also your support of our radio show and also our, our website, HealthyChoicesXM.com. We welcome all of our new listeners as we, we feel that we're the most popular radio show on weekend, Family Talk 131. And, you know, just before we uh, start, uh, we have a couple of quick announcements. Our phone number, if you want to join us, because this is going to be a popular show, you may want to call us early at 877-956-9566 is our phone number today. And if you'd like to text us at 512-219-0724, and a lot of our listeners are driving, so uh, we don't want you to text while you're driving. Just maybe do it at the stop sign if you, ha- if you have a chance. Today's guest is going to be one of the most respected and requested physicians we've had on our show, Dr. Kenneth Knott. Dr. Knott is an active practice in Marietta, Georgia, and is recognized as one of the most edu- educated medical doctors that has witnessed, you know, the tremendous changes in healthcare today. And one of the things that we, we were going to have him is, he's, you know, uh, he's seen these tremendous changes that have occurred, and he's really taken a different path. And he's researched safe and effective treatments, not solely on lab tests, but, but actually the patient with a novel idea. You know, I consider him an expert in hypothyroid conditions. And he'll be joining us in just a moment. So if you're suffering from hypothyroidism or any thyroid condition, you want to take uh, you want to listen to our show and you can also listen live on our website healthychoicesxm.com in case others are not be able to be on SiriusXM. We're also broadcasting live on on Facebook on our Healthy Choices Facebook page. So we got everybody can join in and listen to this exceptional show today. We'd like to thank the sponsors of today's show, Prescription Dispensing Labs, better known as PD Labs. PD Labs is a nationally licensed research-based pharmacy, especially pharmacy in Cedar Park, Texas, focusing on custom pharmaceuticals for the treatment of brain inflammation, mold, Lyme therapies, and check out our website, pdlabsrx.com, and also our website, healthychoicesxm.com, for all the items that are listed on our show, and also some specials on the formulation that we've been talking about to get you through this winter weather and boost your immune system. Look at our winter boost formula if you'd like to uh, purchase that on our, our website. It's also on, uh, on sale for all of our listeners. Again, our phone number is 877-956-9566 if you'd like to join us today. And as an opening statement for our listeners to frame the sh- today's show, the CDC has released its life expectancy numbers this week, and the numbers are getting worse. The healthcare outlook is going in the wrong direction. 45% of the population is suffering from some type of chronic condition. And we are spending trillions 
a year on healthcare, believe it or not. And our our guest, Dr. Ken Knott, is gonna, has taken a different approach to healthcare and has agreed to share with his with our listeners today his philosophy. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM. Our phone number is eight seven seven nine five six nine five six six. If you want to join us, Dr. Knott, welcome to Healthy Choices XM today. Thank you for having me. Well, great. I'm glad we can uh, you can spend some time with us today. And I know that half the country is watching all the football games on. And uh, being in Georgia, I'm sure you're watching the Georgia-Alabama game just like everybody else. But uh, we appreciate your time taking some uh, – give us, you know, some of your philosophy and your what you have learned in, in, uh, in medicine. You know, your, your book, Dangerous Medicine, I have a copy of it here for our, our Facebook uh, listeners. And – your book is Dangerous Medicine, What Your Doctor Doesn't Know Can Hurt You. And obviously, the CDC, CDC reports support this premise. You know, tell us your thoughts on why modern medicine just appears dysfunctional, doctor. Well, I started seeing things go in this, uh, in this manner many, many years ago, and uh, I remember my Professor of medicine, uh, actually, he was my attending in medical school, head of the medical uh, internal medicine department at the University of Tennessee, told me one day, you know, that he it was uh, his his esteemed opinion. This is the way the guy used to talk. <laughs> that it was his esteemed opinion that uh, I was getting the most wonderful and thorough education known to man. But just keep in mind that half of what I was learning was wrong or obsolete. And that got my attention. And uh, he says, now your next question is, which half is wrong or obsolete? And he said, you'll spend the rest of your career trying to figure that out, which I have. But unfortunately, uh, most doctors never understand that. They think everything they've learned is correct, and they fail to see the forest for the trees, and they make many mistakes that can actually end up in endangering your health. Um, in recognizing that, I wrote the book that I that you uh, that you uh, talked talked about, uh, outlining a lot of things out there that are myths, or things that are simply uh, based upon uh, rumors and hearsay, and oh well, that's what I learned premise, and it's not always true, and especially in uh, keeping you healthy, and and it's my premise that if you stay healthy, the likelihood of you uh, dying of some uh, 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 disease or some condition that develops over the years is much less likely, and this indeed is is proving to be true as evidenced by the recent CDC findings. You know, the amount of money that is spent on health care, it's in the trillions. How Absolutely. In world, and we can have so many conditions that are chronic, 45% of them uh, chronic conditions, and so many of them are linked to what I think is preventable uh, medicine. But unfortunately, like you said in your book, we're really chasing lab tests and not really talking about the medicine. You've been practicing for many years and realized that the patient doesn't seem to really matter, but the lab tests are more important. You know, I think this is probably a part of insurance reimbursement. It's part of uh, and a number of different uh, reasons, but unfortunately, if you're if you're spending just five or ten minutes with a patient, it's very it's much easier just to manage the lab test. 
but it's 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 more than just the uh, the labs. It's the patients, especially the hormones, may play a huge role, don't they? Oh, absolutely. You know, you'd mentioned thyroid. You know, five out of six cases of low thyroid are, are not diagnosed in this country. And that's wow. that's outrageous. And and the problem with that is the fact that if you're not treated and your thyroid is, is not uh, is not properly balanced, then it subjects you to all kinds of diseases and conditions down the road. And that's the preventive part of it. Uh, and until medical science or, or doctors in general, not medical science, because medical science has already discovered uh, all of these things. But, you know, once you get out and you're practicing, uh, a lot of doctors quit reading, quit educating themselves and think that they know all there is to know uh, in, in this very, very uh, uh, specialized field of thyroid treatment. Uh, they think they know it all and they miss, miss five out of six diagnoses. So if they know uh, everything about it, why are they missing all these diagnoses? And why are these people getting sick as a result of not being treated? That's one very preventable cause of chronic diseases and conditions right there. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. You know, that's, it's, it, it seems to be, it's such a simple solution, isn't it? I mean, hormone. Well, it really it, is. And, and, you know, uh, there's a fellow in the White House that I, I, I love the term he used, fake news. <laughs> if <Right>. you ever, <laughs> if you read the news, which I do very little of anymore because I agree with him, there's a lot of fake news out there. But in the field of medicine, the same thing uh, holds true. There's a lot of vested interests out there that are against you getting the information you really need to stay healthy. And instead of treating you and, 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 and promoting your health, they're more interested in treating the symptoms associated with chronic disease. And uh, that's not really the way to stay healthy and to live a long life and healthy life. It, it, and, it's, and a lot of people don't understand that hormone balance, thyroid balance, is so key. It's a key master hormone for your endocrine systems because it's all related. It's difficult. This is the reason why a lot of practitioners uh, are not as expertise as yourself but it it seems to be so overlooked and misunderstood and can be as almost controversial. Could you shed some light in your, your philosophy of why this is why this is controversial and, and it's, it's so many different opinions? Yeah, well, it starts with our training and and we all receive the same training. The training in all medical schools in the country is is standardized. So when I say I know how they're trained, I know what they're going to say. I do because I was trained the same way. But if you take the next step and you start determining what is true and not fake news like, like our president says, then you come to the realization that what you have learned in many cases is just simply wrong. Number one, we get the wrong tests. And when you get the wrong test for anything, uh, how reliable is that to have wrong tests for something? You have to get the correct test. And only, uh, the problem with that is even when you order the correct test, the labs report the wrong ranges as being normal. Uh, so a lot of people are not treated that need treatment. Uh, some levels are so low that I'm surprised they have enough energy to come to my office when they get there. <laughs> and they tell me this is, this is the uh, rule rather than the exception. Oh, my doctor told me everything was fine. I have heard right. that so right. many times, 
in the last 30 years that I can't even count, can't even begin to estimate how many times I've heard that. And it just, um, it astounds me that doctors can't figure this out because they don't look at the symptoms of the patient. Uh, they have six to eight to 10 symptoms associated with low thyroid, but the tests are okay, so they don't treat them. And they don't treat them because of medical legal reasons. They're afraid they're going to get into trouble and, and their colleagues are going to say, well, you should have never treated them because the tests don't show that they have this. Well, that's not true because they don't know what test to get. It is very unfortunate and very uncomfortable for patients. You know, as the cold weather has hit uh, through most of the country, it is one of the, you know, like you said, they're one of the, the symptoms. Maybe you can go through some of those symptoms for our, our listeners. But being able to be intolerant to cold for some people is downright painful. It's just not uncomfortable, but it can be very painful as well, right? Exactly. There's no doubt about it. The, one of the main symptoms that you hear uh, almost with every patient is fatigue. Uh, they just don't have the energy they used to have. Some have weight gain, some have constipation, some have dry skin, dry nails, and hair is falling out. Uh, they have uh, memory loss, they have confusion in their thinking, which people refer to as foggy thinking. Right. Um, uh, joint pain, muscle pain. Uh, most people that have fibromyalgia, that is a wastebasket diagnosis as far as I'm concerned, um, is is usually due to low thyroid. Ninety percent of people that are diagnosed with fibromyalgia or fibrositis, whatever you want to call it, have low thyroid that's undiagnosed. Uh, and, and I get some of those people occasionally. I said, has your thyroid been checked? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. Then I check it and find the, the uh, level that I checked is extremely low, put them on thyroid, and guess what happens? Their pain goes away. Isn't that interesting? You know, fibromyalgia treatments and the prescription medications and the total medical cost for this uh, condition is so expensive for many times. Uh, and unfortunately, as a practicing pharmacist, we do see many of these patients take uh, some very uh, uh, mind-altering prescription medications. and Well, Lyrica, Gabapentin, and, and the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, which are very dangerous, and most people eat them like candy. Right. And it, it accounts for, uh, uh, you know, literally tens of thousands or more visits to the emergency room because of uh, bleeding. And we just accept it as a, as a normal consequence of taking a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug, which I don't prescribe, by the way, even though my patient, oh, can I take uh, this non-steroidal, please? I think, no, absolutely not. You know, it, and unfortunately, people don't understand the cost of these medications. Lyrica uh, is astronomical. Know, Astronomical expensive. Uh, it, yes. It's over $800 just for the cost of a, of a bottle. But unfortunately, people are disconnected from the cost of their treatments and the trust of, yes. of and, and if they were, the consumers were, were actually connected to the price. And if they had to shell out $1,000 for a month's supply of medication and and pay the the practitioner's office thousands of dollars for all the testing that is done, I think they would probably look a little bit differently. What do you think? Oh, I, I, there's no doubt about it. 
that's one of the problems in medicine today is, uh, you know, we didn't have medical insurance until the 50s. That's when uh, the big blues came along, Blue Cross Blue Shield. And now they've inserted themselves in the middle between patients and their doctors, and, and medicine's just gone downhill, and the health of people has gone downhill. That's one of the problems, not the solutions. And everybody wants, everybody looks to medicine to, uh, and and one of the the, the uh, solving issues for medicine is to have insurance. Right. Uh, people need catastrophic insurance, not insurance for moles and colds and sniffles and sneezes. You know, you don't need right. insurance for that. Uh, and we're going the wrong direction in that regard. I think if you if you charted the course between when, like you said, when medical insurance started becoming in between the practice between the consumer and the physicians, there may have been a this direct correlation between uh, the quality of health care. Because unfortunately, you and I both know that if the average person is taking six to twelve different medications. And we don't feel that that the amount of side effects and also all the complications is more than anybody wants to talk about. And unfortunately, like you said, in the 50s and in the 1960s, we never had that problem. So I think this is it's a combination. We, really did. we, we, you we know, did it. Also, look, you know, you bring up a good point here. Look at all the people that are taking medication for high cholesterol and hypertension. Did you know both of those conditions are linked to low thyroid? But yet you have five out of six people not being diagnosed, and you can do away with those problems in most cases by just treating the thyroid properly. But since we can't diagnose that, when I say we, I'm saying collectively as doctors because we're not taught to do that properly, then these conditions of hypertension and hypocholesterolemia continue. And we sell billions of dollars of statins, which are dangerous just themselves, and high blood pressure medications uh, to combat problems that can be prevented. And that's why I wrote the book, because this is the type of stuff I'm talking about. Exactly. The book is Dangerous Medicine, What Your Doctor Doesn't Know Can Hurt You. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM as we have Dr. Ken Knott joining our show today if you'd like to our phone number is 877-956-9566 if you want to text us your question 512-219-0724 and doctor you mentioned cholesterol the reason that five out of six patients are have low thyroid many patients don't realize and correct me if i'm wrong that if people are do not have enough hormones the body tries to make its own and it actually tries to reabsorb all its cholesterol. And it's so people that are low levels of hormones, especially sex hormones, they, they have a tendency for high levels of cholesterol. Am I correct? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And here's the other myth. You know, everybody out there has heard this. And it started in the 60s. I remember the commercials on TV showing clogged drains. And saying, if you eat fat, you're going to clog your arteries. Nothing could be less true. That is not the way this happens. Uh, but, the, uh, but the advertisers who sell uh, statins have pushed that myth. And, and they teach us in medical school the same thing, to, to avoid fat in your diet and to keep your cholesterol down. That's a hogwash. You don't have to keep your cholesterol down. You don't have to worry about it because that's not going to cause the problem. It's inflammation and other issues that cause heart disease and other diseases of that nature. Big, big difference. And, and unfortunately, 
uh, it, that common sense approach is what we're, we're talking about in today's show because it's so important for people to have that perspective and for people to, to understand that there are some simple – you have choices in your health care, and that, that's what we're talking about is choices in your health care today. And that's why we have you on the, our show today. And, and really, people, one of the things that we, we talked about on our radio show uh, last week and during some of our commercials is this is a time of year that people look at their financial health. They're looking at their finances and the end of the year choices that they are supposed to make. And we see a tremendous amount of advertising in, in this area that uh, they want to be, want everybody to be able to take a look at their finances. But unfortunately, we're, we're looking at, look at, look at your health. Look at your health first and take a inventory exactly. of, your, of your existing I health. I hear something scraping and bumping on your end. Is, 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 I hope it's not I, me. I don't, I don't think I'm doing anything I don't, here. I'm hearing uh, this sh- noise sh- in the background. I hear a little bit of wind noise. Uh, Sean, do you see uh-huh. anything from this? Okay, we'll see. I think it's probably we have uh, probably uh, uh, some of our government agencies maybe uh, listening in on the phone call. I think that's that must be it. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, some uh, somebody has a squirrel loose or something in the room. It's uh, it's gnawing on something. But yeah. nevertheless. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a caller, Priscilla. Welcome to Healthy Choices XM. How can we help you today? Yes, I was wondering um, your perspective on chronic migraine. Interesting question, doctor. Well, uh, chronic migraine, number one, be careful with that diagnosis uh, because everyone, all doctors out here like to call all headaches migraine headaches. And virtually, uh, you know, less than less than 20% of headaches are migraines. So if you really have migraines, and, and it is a vascular headache. That is not my forte, quite honestly. I'll be, I'll be right up front with you well, okay. uh, if That's it's a fine. true migraine. Yeah, because my daughter went from having two episodic migraines a year, was rear-ended, had whiplash five years ago, and is walking, and, you know, she uh, has a disability now. And, okay, that's um, not a migraine. Uh, that is not a mm. migraine. That's called a Borreliol syndrome, and it comes from overstimulation of the cervical sympathetic ganglia in the neck. And your doctor mm-hmm. is not going to diagnose it. I've, I've taught you other know doctors they won't. this. <laughs> I beg your pardon? Yeah. No, they I, haven't. Oh, I, they won't because they don't know mm-hmm. about it. The, pro, the problem here in, in medicine, as in, as in many fields, is that this has already been discovered and described way back in the 1930s. It's called the Borreliol syndrome, posterior cervical sympathetic syndrome. If you mention it, they're going to let their jaw drop and look at you like uh, you're from Mars. But it exists, and I see it all the time, particularly with uh, car accidents. So that happens quite often. So number one is a proper diagnosis. Once you get the proper diagnosis, you can treat things. But if you don't know really what's causing it, we'll just call it a migraine and, and we'll treat it with uh, some type of uh, vasoactive substance and, and cause further problems instead of treating the problem itself. So um, due, to, due to my phone connection, what type of syndrome is that again? It's called a posterior cervical sympathetic syndrome. 
and it occurs okay. as a result of injury to the tissues in the neck that have a very difficult time healing in everyone because the blood supply to those areas is very limited. So you right. have to initiate yes. treatment that treats those problems, uh, and if you don't make the diagnosis, then how are you going to treat something if you don't know what it is? So I'll just call it mm-hmm. a migraine, and then we're home free. Mm-hmm. That's the right. problem with medicine. If you really don't know what it is, tell your patient you do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Priscilla, we, we've got to take a short break here. If you want to text us your contact information, we'll get some more information at 512-219-0724. We'll be back after the break with more talk with Dr. Ken Knott on Dangerous Medicine. We'll be back after the break on Healthy Choices XM.
Let's talk about your healthy choices. We have room for you right now. Toll free at 877-956-9566. If you're curved below the belt, you may not know what caused it, and you may not know what to do. A significant curve may be a medical condition called Peroni's disease. And there are thousands of other men out there who may also have it. Many may go undiagnosed. Talk to a urologist about Peroni's disease. And to learn more, visit learnaboutpd.com. Welcome back to Healthy Choices. We're having a connection problem with Ray, so until we can get reconnected to him, I'm going to go over here and talk to Dr. Knott. Dr. Knott, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you. So in writing your book, you did a lot of research on different various ways of people are being treated when it comes to our medical uh, histories and when you did this research, is this something that you kind of build up or did you notice this when you first got started in the medical field? I first started noticing it a long time ago, and, and uh, this was something that became part of my practice. Once I recognized the, the many uh, faults in medicine and, and the, uh, the preferred way of doing things being wrong, I just, I just changed it automatically in my practice simply because I wanted my patients to be healthy and, and, and not ascribe to some method that's wrong, regardless of what I've been taught. And I just wrote the book based upon my findings over many, many years. Uh, but in writing the book, I checked everything out to make sure that the, the science really backed up what I, what I had found. And indeed, uh, there, there are uh, many articles on things that doctors don't talk about that they don't know that have already been written. Uh, in particular about thyroid, it, it's amazing the misinformation that's out there about thyroid. Dr. Nott, I'm back on, and sorry for the technical difficulty. We may be having a little bit of a brownout here in Austin, but uh, appreciate all the listeners hanging with us. Uh, as the first part of our, our, our show, we, we, uh, people that are just joining in right now, we mentioned that this week the CDC released its life expectancy numbers and they summarize and said their numbers are getting worse, that uh, health care is really going in the wrong direction, and 45% of the population is suffering from some sort of a chronic condition. And unfortunately, thyroid is, is a big part of that because our endocrine system plays a huge role in our immune system and be able to offset uh, many different types of uh, immune dysfunction, chronic diseases, infections. And also we find blood pressure, like you mentioned, and also what people, t- uh, with cholesterol is being, a, is being a cause for everything. Doctor, is in your book, uh, Dangerous Medicine, What Your Doctor Doesn't Know Can Hurt You, you've seen so many conditions over the years and misunderstandings of uh, especially lab tests, like we mentioned er- earlier. Many people, there's a couple people who have texted us and they said, you know, what type of lab test should we ask for? And many times people say, well, the thyroid is okay, but many times patients only get a TSH. They don't get a full thyroid panel, do they? No. 
you know the the only the only time TSH is helpful is with someone who is not taking thyroid at all. Now, if your pituit if your pituitary axis is intact and everything's working properly, and that's a big if, then a, a, a high TSH can indicate that you do indeed have low thyroid, and you probably ought to be looked at further. But as far as using a TSH after you start taking thyroid, it's it's worthless, and all doctors use it, and that's one of the big problems. So when that happens, they're either they're either uh, uh, misdiagnosed with having too much thyroid, which they then cut the dose when in fact they ought to be increasing the dose. But the problem, even with the dosing, is that most doctors give patients the wrong thing. They give them a synthetic T4 simply because that's what they were taught to do, and they don't know why they do that. They don't know why they even taught it. They taught it because the company that made the product put on a massive multi-million dollar marketing campaign to convince doctors to prescribe that. That's how they got the market share. It's not the best product. And and you ask 10 doctors what the best product for thyroid is, and they'll all tell you the same thing based upon marketing. They don't even know that because they don't read and they don't educate themselves in most cases on the on the uh, subject of thyroid. Even the people who should know the very most about this, the endocrinologists, they fall short in this area, and it's a real shame uh, because they should be on the forefront of this, and they are not. You know, and it, it, it's it's really uh, a shame because uh, as a pharmacist in a compounding pharmacy. We're able to practice uh, pharmacy along, right alongside physicians and be able to prescribe individualized medications for all conditions, whatever that is. And thyroid is made up of many different components uh, and active ingredients, and the physicians can prescribe each of them individually to be able to be able to uh, help patients. And one of the one of the ingredients is the, an active ingredient called T3, and it's in the prescription yes. form of that is Cytomel. And we right. find there is this complete, uh, I, I, I say, almost scared or a fear for many physicians to even prescribe this. And, and I'm just, still, to this day, do not understand it. Maybe you can give our listeners a little bit of insight into this, uh, this misunderstanding. Well, you know, th- hyperthyroidism is not a good thing to have. It's a it's a very dangerous disease because it can raise your blood pressure and your pulse. Uh, you can have a heart attack, a stroke, you know, all of these things. So they want to avoid anyone developing hyperthyroidism with good reason because that's a very dangerous condition. But they, in in doing so, they fail to give. The, uh, the patient enough thyroid to make them well, to keep them well, uh, based upon the tests they get. They get the test, and the tests mislead them. And instead of increasing the dose, they decrease the dose. They make the patient right. worse. But the TSH comes back normal. Well, the TSH values have changed over the years. I think they change it about every two years. It's come down, down, down. It's going to continue to go down in their own literature states that you can have a virtual zero TSH and be normal thyroid, but they don't read, so they don't know that. So everybody's scared they're going to get sued 
because somebody has a heart attack because they've driven their pulse up too high. Well, if, if their pulse is too high, then lower the dose. But that rarely happens. It does happen if you exceed the, the dose they really need, of course. Uh, but they're using the wrong thing to try to uh, treat them anyway. So they have to use this product called desiccated thyroid, which I use exclusively because it works. And it's an right. old medication, but it works. And just because the pharmaceutical company tells you that it's not a good product, that doesn't that doesn't hold any water. Uh, you ha- and that, there you go with fake news right there. <laughs> That's where right. the fake that, news that, starts. And it's. Uh... It's really unfortunate because the patients, like you said, desiccated thyroid is an old medication. It's been around yes. uh, for, what is it, close to 70, 80 years. That was one of the first. And it was yes. still it was number one drug out there along with iodine. Uh, but unfortunately, now it's becoming very short. It's becoming short supply, and it's it's yes. expensive now. Well, and we, before, this is, before we uh, – I hate to interrupt you, but I want to get this in. Go ahead. And I want all the listeners to understand this. Doctors are scared to give you iodine. And they're scared to give you iodine because of our training. Our training was wrong in regard to iodine. We are told to give people 0.2 milligrams a day, which is absurd, because the Japanese people per capita take in 45 milligrams a day, which is 225 times that, that dose. But they're scared to give you more iodine. Here's the problem with not getting enough iodine. Other than goiters, which are caused by lack of iodine. And I saw a lady just yesterday who had a goiter, and she had what's called Hashimoto's disease. Hashimoto's disease can be can be successfully prevented by taking sufficient iodine. And doctors don't tell anybody that because they don't know it. So they don't give people wow. iodine. They're scared to give it to them anyway. Uh, and they get goiters, and they get Hashimoto's disease. And it also helps prevent breast cancer in women. Every woman out there should be taking adequate amounts of iodine, at least 10 milligrams a day. And this is – many times people are not getting this out of their normal diet. And when you're talking about the Japanese getting 45 milligrams a day, they're getting it out of their – many times their diet of sea vegetables. And also many yes. of the items that they consume have naturally occurring iodine. And exactly. unfortunately – the sad American diet, we don't even get anywhere close to anything. So they have to take uh, uh, supplemental iodine. And exactly. Exactly. And this is, and, and and it's not something that's expensive. Uh, but you know, Lugol's solution. Let's go back a few years. Was the number one drug. Yes, absolutely. And, and, it, and it was used in the past, as you know, to treat hyperthyroidism. Right. Successfully. And then along came a fellow by the name of Ted Coker. He was a surgeon in Switzerland. He won the Nobel Prize in 1910 for developing a thyroidectomy. And after that, iodine fell into the background. And it's a real shame because it's a life-saving element. And we don't get enough in our diets. And so we need to supplement. You're correct. Absolutely. So a little bit of iodine. So people that are on thyroid medication, if uh, would you have them even those even those iodine? who are not on thyroid medication should be taking iodine, especially all women, as it has a preventive effect for breast, uterine, and ovarian cancer. 
Excellent, excellent suggestion. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM. Our phone number is 877-956-9566. As we're listening to Dr. Ken Knott, is the author of the book, Dangerous Medicine, What Your Doctor Doesn't Know Can Hurt You. And we're, we're talking about some plain choices that you have in your health care and some of the foundational things that we have found out about our health of our, our patients that may be prevented and be able to make some common sense approaches. That's what we're talking about. And that's what your practice is, is as well, doctor, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. What we need to do is get back to basics and, and, and use our common sense instead of relying upon myth and innuendo and rumor. Uh, we need to go back and base things on science. There's no scientific reason for you not to take iodine. But yet doctors have been scared of giving iodine forever. Uh, they think they're going to get sued because they're going to cause hyperthyroidism. They haven't read the history of medicine, and they don't realize that hyperthyroidism itself was treated with iodine in the past. If they knew that one fact, they would they would start reading and try to find out, well, why are we so scared of it? There's no reason to be. But that brings up a point, you know, because I get asked this all the time. Doctor, uh, why won't my doctor do this? It's because he's a prisoner, to, and he or she is a prisoner to their training. And if they're a prisoner to their training, then they're not the best doctor for you. Exactly. We're listening to Healthy Choices XM. Our phone number is 877-956-9566. And, Sean, we have a caller from, no, I thought we had a caller from Nashville, but uh, I think they just, just dropped off. You can call us back if you have a question for Dr. Ken Knott. Our phone number is 877-956-9566. And, Doctor, we talked about earlier in the show about financial health and that people are looking at putting money away for savings, they're putting money away for their uh, their children's college education. But, unfortunately, people don't realize you can have a lot of – amass a lot of money later in life, but you if your health is deteriorating, you can't – there's no way to replace that because the time is already, you know, your time is getting shorter and they really have to spend money on their health and their wellness is exactly. But unfortunately it's, 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 it's not uh, people think that insurance is going to take care of their health and they shouldn't have to oh, pay no. more than their co-pays, but exactly. an investment in your health being able to have a, a, a practitioner such as yourself can save them millions. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you can be a billionaire, and if you're on your deathbed, what good is a million dollars going to do you? You know, you can't enjoy exactly. yourself. You can't enjoy life. Nobody around you can enjoy themselves. They're all worried about you. You may be, on, right. 20, you may be on 20 medications and making uh, the pharmaceutical industry happy, but you're, not, you're certainly not making any of your loved ones happy. That's that's important. It's realized. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM. Bob from Nashville, welcome to Healthy Choices. How can we help you today? Question about the low thyroid. Uh, is there a natural supplement that will help and take, increase your thyroid?
Uh, sorry about that. Uh, we lost connection with uh, with Ray. Uh, doctor, do you can you answer that question? Is there a natural supplement to increase your thyroid? And the answer is no. There's a there's a natural hormone that will increase your thyroid, and that's desiccated thyroid. And I get asked that question a lot because people confuse medications with hormones. They're not the same thing. Hormones are natural substances. Drugs are I not. See. Drugs are chemicals. There there is a there are some supplements that help support that are nutritional uh, supplementation for your thyroid that oh, are, sure. are, yeah, are helpful it, yeah. and that uh, make the thyroid function better. T150 formula that we put together, PD Labs, is is one that we have that has uh, some glandular thyroid in it to very small levels. But we want people to get their levels tested because underactivated, underactive thyroid, it can be not only dangerous, but it can be, uh, I guess, believed to uh, your quality of life can be much improved. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM. And, uh, Sean, we have uh, Thomas from uh, Hattiesburg. Can we patch in uh, Thomas, Sean? Yes, sir. Hello. You're listening to Healthy Choices. Can, uh, Can we help you today? Yes, sir. I wanted to ask the doctor about... Uh, some years ago, I was diagnosed with enlarged prostate condition, and I wondered if he could help me with a few questions about that. Would that be okay? That'd be great, Doctor. How about uh, prostate problems? Well, that's another issue. That, of course, that's not thyroid. That's related more or less to testosterone, DHT. One of the problems is that. Uh, uh, our, all our testosterone in men goes down. Well, it goes down in women as well. But in men, it starts going down at the age of 25. In the 30s, we think we're at our peak. We're really not, but we think we are. Uh, but by the middle 40s, uh, it's really gone down significantly. And in the 50s, most guys need replacement of uh, testosterone. The problem is it's administered incorrectly in most cases because the product literature for injectable testosterone is incorrect. It's told, we're told to inject it uh, intramuscularly, and that's not the correct way to do it. It's also um, uh, a, uh, a problem with watching the metabolites of testosterone once it's taken. You have to really watch your estrogen. And, and uh, estrogen seems to increase the size of the prostate's so if your doctor hasn't been checking your estrogen, uh, then that's a mistake because you have to keep your estrogen levels down. Does that help? And that's one of the. And doctor, that's one of the things in your book. That one of the first things, if you're choosing a physician, and your your males, uh, a male patient, and your doctor is treating you and not checking your estradiol levels or your estrogen levels. That's really very harmful. That's your book, Dangerous Medicine, What Your Doctor Doesn't Know Can Hurt You. And, Thomas, does that answer your question? Well, kind of. I I had read a little bit about the testosterone and that it could uh, increase the chance of prostate cancer. Uh, Do you concur with that? No, absolutely not. Oh, who heads up the Division of Urology at Harvard University. He's written a book on the subject saying it is not related. It doesn't cause increased risk of cancer. 
and doesn't even accelerate okay. cancer. We okay, sounds that. good. Yeah, it, we all learned that, but it's not true. Uh, you know, you have, heard, you have heard that, though, right? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, we, we heard it in medical school. We, we even heard it even, uh, they even emphasized it by saying giving a man with prostate cancer testosterone is like throwing gasoline on a fire. Uh, so, right. yes, we heard it. It scared all of us to death. So for years I wouldn't do that, but now I know better. So it's it's just simply a rumor again, fake news. <laughs> well, I appreciate your time, and uh, yes, sir. I, did, I may have came in uh, a little bit late, so I didn't know that it was uh, thyroid uh, specific that y'all were talking oh, about. It's not. I, I hope no, I didn't no, mess no, it no. up we, too bad for you, but no, you didn't uh, mess it up at all. I'm glad you made the segue into uh, men, men and their hormones. I think it's really okay. important because I'm a man. <laughs> Absolutely. I know a lot of people that have problems with this, and no doubt. Uh, a lot of men do. That's right. And, uh, That's absolutely right. Okay, I'll get over here and listen in. I appreciate y'all's time. Take care now. Bye-bye. Thanks for Thank you. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM is Dr. Ken Knott. And, Doctor, before I want to make sure uh, we've got a few minutes left of our show and we've got another we, – we may have another caller, but we want to make sure we get your contact information because it's so important for people to get good medical advice. Well, my my telephone number is probably the easiest way to reach me is 770, we're in Atlanta, 770-421-8094. And 421-8094-770 area code. And your practice, you have people come from all over the country and all around to uh, for you, for uh, is your practice, and you're still accepting new patients. And doctor, could you give out your website for our listeners as well? It's y e s, like yes, Atlanta md dot com. That's our website. Yes, and, and if you can't remember com. that, just Google my name. If you if you just Google my name, Ken, not MD, you know, you could get to my, my website that way as well. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM. Sean, let's see if we can get Mike's uh, question in very shortly before the end of our show. Mike, welcome to Healthy Choices. How can we help you today? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Mike, you're on the air. How can we help you? Um, my wife has been suffering with thyroid problems for over 20 years with hypothyroidism. Does Dr. Yes. Not know anyone in South Carolina that would use desiccated thyroid medicine? Or We've been to endocrinologists and general practitioners, and she's been diagnosed with Hashimoto, Hashimoto's disease in the last two years, but we're not really getting any help, and her health is continuing to go downhill. Let, let me ask you something, and, and I can predict the answer. Has she ever taken iodine? No, sir. No, we heard that. We just happened on to the radio program. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, see, that's a problem. That's why she has Hashimoto's in all likelihood. As as far as answering your question, let me get back to that. I would I would advise you to call the Broda Barnes Foundation in Trumbull, Connecticut. And they have a referral list of doctors throughout the country that deal with desiccated thyroid. It's called Broda Barnes Foundation. Uh, I don't Broda personally Barnes. know of any. 
I don't personally know of anyone over there. As a matter of fact, I have a lot of patients from South Carolina, uh, so I'm thinking there may not be too many people over there that, that will do that. There, there, there may be. I just don't know them. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know. Okay. Well, well Mike, I Can hope I... that's helpful. And, you know, it's, it's a short drive to Atlanta from South Carolina, and this way you'd be able to uh, at least get started and have, get some relief for your wife. She's been suffering for a long time. Would uh, iodine conflict with any other medications? No. no. Absolutely not. But, uh, you know, okay. your doctor's going to be scared of it. They're not going to give it to you, especially endocrinologists. They think it's, uh, they think it's poison. <laughs> well, I'm being facetious, but, with, you know, we all learn the same way, and we, we're scared of iodine. We think it's going to cause these terrible things to happen to you, and it doesn't do that. Right. Well, Dr. Knott, we're about at, we're out of time here. If you're Mike, if you're listening from South Carolina, text us your phone number and that information. Two one nine zero seven two four. Dr. Knott, we're gonna have to leave. And I hope hope what okay. I said was helpful. It was. Thanks again. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye bye. Bye bye.